Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee <coughs> Association of Commerce, and he is with us live in the studio. Tim, good afternoon. Good to be with you and Greg, John. The president in town today. One of the things I was struck by, because I think we all get kind of cynical, okay, he comes into town, he talks to a small business, he attends a fundraiser, maybe grabs custard and then heads out of town. Caught my attention when a plumber, seemingly very genuine, took to the microphone and said, you know what, I never thought that me as a plumber running a small minority business would get to meet the president of the United States. My question is, what does it mean for small business and the message it sends to small business when a prominent politician comes to your town? So it's always great to have the president of either party in, in your town. It brings attention here. You know, presidents get too much credit when the economy is going well, and they get too much blame when it's going wrong. But the president's smart to come here. This is a battleground state. He's coming after a lot of COVID money was spent here. Our organization in particular, we doled out $39 million worth of loans to 3,900 businesses, 10,000 wow. a crack, most of them Main Street businesses. And, you know, again, people can argue that's federal spending, but that put money in the pockets of small businesses who needed it at the time. And I think the president's going to come here and, and tout what he did. It, does it mean anything for the state on the national level? Do people really sink their mind into why he's here, where he's speaking from, and, and what Wisconsin is doing to try and, you know, better society? You know, it's a great question. We have, I think, such a tribal fractured view of visits by elected officials that if you're in the Biden camp, this is great. If you're not, you're just tuning it out. Um, and I think we do need to pay attention to things like um, the Tech Hub program, uh, which this region has competed for. And so I'm not saying all federal spending is good, but some of this is helping to prime the economy here in the region and some of the strengths we have in individualized medicine. So there are good reasons for the president's visit. It's just really hard to break through kind of the tribal nature of Biden good or Biden bad. I think it's very interesting, the timing, because right now the Republicans are not going to be here because they need to win Iowa to survive. They need to thrive in New Hampshire to move on. They need to concentrate on South Carolina. So it's almost like the president and vice president have Wisconsin and Ohio and a couple other very important states to themselves right now and they're making sure they put marks in the column before the Republicans start showing up here. No, that, that's absolutely right. And so you kind of you run to where other people can't run, um, and and that's what they're doing. And so that shouldn't diminish what the president does and the value of having the president in your community. Switching gears, Tim. Unfortunate incident in Wauwatosa last night. It's a Tuesday night rivalry basketball game happening, and everyone is sent home early because of a fight that breaks out. Not a good scene in the city of Wauwatosa, a generally safe suburb of Milwaukee. It seems like an isolated incident, or is it? You know, it's a good question. What I appreciate about what both of you do is that you don't don't jump to a conclusion. You try to get the facts. I know some parents who were there last night, um, and there was reports of gunshots and other things. And what I heard from the parents was it was a fight in the hallway. It wasn't good, but it was contained, and people were able to exit. Um, but I think your broader question is something that I see. I sit on the board of a number of schools in the city, and I see kids as young as third grade coming to school with behaviors that would shock you. Um, these are things they're learning at home. Um, they get into conflict. They don't resolve it the way you and I would see it. And the schools, unfortunately, are repositories for what kids learn outside of school. And I think there is an alarming trend that's come out of COVID and stuck with us in terms of how kids act out their frustrations um, in a school setting. And um, we need to figure out a way out of that. 
So speaking of COVID, you bring up COVID. We talk a lot about workplace trends and what's happening in the workplace. A lot of trends were set or a lot of things happened that now we're wondering if they're becoming trends that happened during COVID. Post-COVID, are there trends that have developed that are impacting Milwaukee workplaces? There are, and I think one of the trends that has turned into practice now and is going to stay with us um, that the work from home or the flexible work is up four times from what it was. And so you see this now playing itself out, especially in the next couple of years as people start to refinance um, office space, there's going to be less of a need for it. Um, Milwaukee has bucked that trend a little bit. We're still in the top 14 to 15 in terms of return to work. I also think we have some advantage because as a manufacturer, you have to be here. But I I think that's a trend that will now normalize. And that flexible coming to work three to five days a week is going to roll through uh, how a downtown develops. And it's going to roll through how commercial space is developed. Population trends. We're getting more information about population trends in Milwaukee and in southeast Wisconsin. What are we learning? Yeah, here's the flag that goes up in 24, and it goes up across the country. 12,000 people a day turned 65 in 2024. That's 4 million people. That is the most... That's the largest number of people turning 65 in U.S. history. And so what it means to the country is... A lot of people going out of the workforce, fewer people coming in. Over the last 20 years, the city of Milwaukee's population has grown by only 3%, the region by 5%, and the state by 10%. So this really slow growth means that we have to do a better job of developing the talent we have, recruiting people in, and somehow, please, as we were talking about the president's visit, this country has to figure out how to open a reasonable door to immigration. It's so interesting because people are staying in the workforce longer. They're holding on to jobs longer. They're staying in their homes longer, right? There's there's so many different tentacles to that discussion. There is, but it's just the, 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 the facts are, if you think about the city of Milwaukee, or let's even take Metro Milwaukee, a 5% growth in population over the last 20 years, that's anemic. And, and we're not replacing the people leaving. And so you look at automation, which people sometimes look wrongly as a job killer, but part of that automation is coming just because there are fewer people coming in. And so, again, I think we're well positioned to um, make this region and keep this region attractive, but we do need more immigration controlled into the country if we're going to continue to grow. All right, Tim, what's your good news of the week as we head into Christmas? So my good news of the week is, and I have to say I haven't been in maybe a decade, but I went to the um, Symphony Center, the Bradley, to see the Pops. It was fantastic. So I encourage people to be a tourist in your own town. Go take advantage of things like the Pops at the Symphony. It was fantastic, and I'm ashamed I hadn't done it in so long. Yeah, the special conductor they had in town was fantastic. Great guy. Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Have a great Christmas, Tim. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you both.